Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special bonus episode of RTA Radio, the podcast focused on self-care, self-sustainability, and self-liberation. I am your host, Silas Soul, and as always, our podcast is covered by the BIPCOT No Government License. This allows for use and reuse by anybody except governments and the agents thereof. You can find out more information about this at BIPCOT.org. So we are back with another bonus episode. This was recorded a couple of months ago at this point. We're finally getting around to putting it up. But our friends at the Agora podcast, Second Penguin, asked Jackie and I, both of us who had been on their show previously separately, asked us to come on together and continue our conversation about supply chain solutions, our ideas for the Agorist shipping network, and a whole bunch of other things. So that's what you're going to hear now, and we will hopefully be back, Jackie and I, within a couple of weeks for the next regularly scheduled episode of RTA. So with that, I'll uh, let Penguin take over, and we'll catch you all on the flip side. Love, peace, and voluntary interactions for all. Hey guys, welcome back to the Agora Podcast. It's Penguin here, hosting with Suck. Uh, we have an exciting episode for you. As usual, it's your host, uh, it's your home for agorism, radical decentralization, localism, and anti-authoritarian concepts. Um, we have a episode here with uh, part of our series on uh, um, agorist supply chains and, and solutions. Um, we try to be a very solutions-oriented podcast, and I think we're uh, really breaking some ground here. So, Sec, why don't you introduce, reintroduce our uh, guests, returning to the show, and our topic. Yeah, today we're bringing back uh, the two owners of Road to Autonomy magazine and uh, the Road to Autonomy podcast. We have them both on simultaneously this time. It's uh, Dharma and Silas. Um, welcome back to the show, guys. How you doing? Hey. Hello, hey. hello, hello. So <clears throat> I figured I'd have you both on at the same time so we can maybe do one more episode on um, the agorist delivery system. Um, so what are your, did either of you listen to our episode with Brian Sovereign about this? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. What are your, did you? Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and everybody listening should go back and listen to that episode. It was awesome. But um, what what are your thoughts uh, on that and uh, kind of moving this forward? Go ahead. Well, uh, I mean, I so now I'm going to have to think back on it because it's been a little while and I listened to so many podcasts. I remember liking it at the time and I remember had Brian, <laughs> I, I remember Dr. Sovereign had, definitely had two ideas that I was really keen on and now I can't remember what the heck they are. <laughs> um, what, 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 was he, what was he? He had two really main like points and I was like, man, those are great. Those are what we want to do. Um, oh, I think, oh, the, the use, the possible use of the Briar app, um, 
was something that I was uh, definitely, I didn't get around to doing it, but I was definitely keen on looking further into, because I've heard him mention it on multiple occasions for different reasons on his podcast. And I kept saying, I really need to check that out. I really need to check that out because I I do have F-Droid downloaded on my phone. I just always forget to go and actually check for, you know, safer download stuff than using the Google Play Store. But um, if there was a way that we could integrate some of the stuff that you guys were talking about um, with, uh, I I think it was Briar that we couldn't do that, right? There was one that we could with like setting up groups or something like that. Um, Or the uh, more like, whatchamacallit? Oh god damn! Like an Excel sheet, something like that, somewhere. So we have idea, you know. We need, we need, we need that type of stuff. Um, but I, I, I was just really excited that he was excited about it because if he gets excited about it, I'm like, oh, okay, we're on to something. Here. Yeah, he, he was all on board with it. He thought it was a great idea because he's um, been uh, with he. He doesn't know it, but he's been like my tech guru for years. <laughs> yeah, same here for sure. Now Briar is um, Briar's awesome. I use Briar. Um, but I don't think it works. For, it doesn't work for Apple, so that's kind oh, of that, that was part of the problem. But we can, you yeah. know, whatever. We can cut the beautiful people out. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's it would be a hard thing to, and I'd have to look into it and ask them more. But to uh, spread that sort of far and wide to get the network effect, like that would be something that would be awesome for like a small group. I think. Because it is encrypted and you have to hand over your key to the person you want to converse with or handshake yeah, I like your that. device or handshake your device. Well, that, okay. Device. Yeah, that's right. But that, that's, that's where my line of thought was going with that. You're bringing it back to me now as you're saying this. Yeah, that's what it was for the more um, delicate packages that we've kind yes. of danced around dis- discussing, you know, if, for the you know the 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 more the more risk takers like myself, people that are willing to carry certain packages that other people may not. Um, I, I that's what I that's kind of where I was thinking on that. That Briar might come in really handy for that because um, obviously if we dip into that territory, then we want to be as secure as possible. So that's definitely a, a definitely a good thing as far as I'm concerned. So that that's that was the reason I really wanted to look more into it. And, you know. I mean, for now, we're working with what we got. I don't know if you want to talk about what, what what kind of progress we've actually made. I guess I should. I don't know. Well, it's all of us. I don't know who wants to start. <laughs> we we have been we have been working behind the scenes ever since you and I since we talked about it the first time, and then you had uh, Dharma, yeah, Jackie, just whoever it. you are over there. Um, well, that's <laughs> what we had to do, right? That's yeah. that's that's kind of what it has to be. I mean, I was just talking about. Well, I'm I'm gonna steal the microphone a little bit longer here, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm currently um in Pensacola, Florida, and I was talking to my buddy down here, and uh, he's obvious he's very excited because he's somebody who has products and services that he would like to distribute across the country, but doesn't have the greatest way to do it right now. But uh, just the you know, so getting people excited about it, it doesn't seem to be a problem because we we just we 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 just need to connect everybody, right? And I kind of gave him the same elevator pitch that you gave me originally when when you and I started talking about this sec about just the whole. Well, listen, we got all these groups of people. We got these homesteads popping up. We got Pasnia. We got this place. We got, uh, what is the one out by you, ja- uh, Jackie? Catalonia. That's the one you're connected to. Is that the group that I'm thinking of? Uh, Caledonia. And Cal- I think Caledonia. That's, that's what it is. I always, I always, uh, I always Arizona, screw the two up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's groups like that all over the country. And what are they missing? 
they're missing a connection. They're missing the literal physical network of people running back and forth in between them, being able to pass their stuff around, help people out, that type of thing. And all of us individually have talked about this over the years. And when I brought this up to my buddy, he's like, yeah, that's right. We, you know, we, I remember you talking about this years ago. I'm like, yeah, apparently a bunch of us have. And, you know, what, what I think I used the line with him, you know, what that line about when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago. Well, we missed the boat on planting this tree 20 years ago. When's the next best time tonight? So today we did it yesterday, the day before, whatever we got, we got rocking and rolling because there's never, there's never a better time than now. Right. Yeah, well, more importantly, I think that it's really important. If you're going to do something like this, there's only but so much planning you're able to do, um, you know, in the abstract. It's you've really got to you've got to alpha and beta test it, as, as they say, in like, like the programming community. You really you're really not going to be able to um, kind of identify the weaknesses and strengths on it until you're actually, you know, doing it on some level. Exactly. And that's that's really I got to a point where I was just sick and tired of talking. There's only so much uh, hypothetical before you have to like just start text testing the waters and start putting it into praxis. What's it look like? Where does it fail? Where does it fall short? Where is it, um, you know, where does it succeed at? And so, yeah, there's still a lot of bugs. And yeah, I still don't know how to use the goddamn system that we started. And yeah, I'm still kind of learning technology in a, as a whole, I guess, but, but now's the time to start working out the bugs before shit gets too bad. So let's do it. So uh, exactly right. Penguin. I just kind of felt like I'm done talking. Let's see what happens. Well, that's kind of how solutions arise organically anyway. You know, we can think about what ifs all day long and, and uh, you know, what's the best security. But I think as, the more we use it, the more we're going to realize what we need and um, and yep. just apply that as we go along. You know, it's I, like I was saying in one of these several episodes we've done on this is it's the network is what's important. You know, whatever technology people use or communications or payment is almost irrelevant. It's not irrelevant, but it's less it's secondary. Yeah, it's secondary. Yeah, and people will, it, and it might be different for different use cases. I mean, in terms of uh, security and communication and payment, it might be very different for different people and different use cases. So, really, we just need the network, you know, and for that, we need people, and for that, we need it to be relatively easy, you know. So, right now, it's a Telegram group. Dharma, why don't you give them the, the Telegram group and the, um, what you got to do, like uh, explain it a little bit. Oh, you really want grandma to explain technology? <laughs> Don't leave it sure? to the boomer. Jeez Louise. It's <laughs> the one that set it up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a big mistake. We've learned that already. <laughs> uh, I, I know I, I'm, I'm always in uh, Silas's uh, in, in his DMS and I'm always like, wait, how do I do whatever? And he's no, like, no, oh, no. No, no, no. Asking me how I do it is one thing, but she asks me to do it for her because she's busy doing something else. I'm like, I don't have the permission to do that. Well, why don't you? Because you set up the group. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that conversation has happened multiple times now. <laughs> oh, almost daily, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, see, the funny thing is, is, is Penguin's probably the most tech savvy out of the four of us because all the three, the, the rest of us have all admittedly said that we're tech idiots on numerous occasions. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, this is what talking about 
well, I was just going to say that it, it is kind of funny that the three of us are kind of retarded when it comes to technology, but we're the ones who finally say, we're tired of this. We're going to do something. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we're just going to do it. That's exactly, that's, I think that's more why. I mean, I'd like to say, get all, you know, wax all philosophical and say, you know, yeah, we just wanted to push forward. No, we're just idiots. And we just plowed through like bulls in China shops and just said, oh, we'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what I did with the podcast. Uh, so I think you guys did a great effort by actually just doing it. It looks, um, I'm really happy with what I see so far because you really can't build it until you have the, the first, the foundation laid down, you know, you really don't know what to build on top exactly. It's almost if you're going by memory and rebuilding something you've built before. You really, and, and especially when you're actually are treading new ground. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. All right. So I'm muted. Uh, well, not anymore. <laughs> You've been having a All conversation right, so, with yourself over there for a while, haven't you? I, I know. I've been talking for like three minutes. All right, anyway. <laughs> he's, he's over there screaming, why are you guys ignoring me? Come on. Let me finish my point. <laughs> no, but sometimes you just got to you just got to go do it. You know, you can uh, it, you know, it's analysis paralysis, right? You can you can just think and think and plan and, and whatever and and you're never you're going to be wrong anyway. Like there's only so much you can plan before <clears throat> before you do it and you're going to figure out you needed to do it something different once you do it. So you just just fucking do it, you know what I mean? Um most of the yes. time Analysis paralysis. It's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like you can talk about it, but it's really not going to be able to, you know, you can't foresee. I mean, you obviously can't foresee when you're treading the ground. You have no idea what's in front of you and what the challenges are. But yeah, you really can't yeah. foresee even how you're how you're going to do it. The inspiration kind of comes when, when you're making it because uh, you know one of the hardest things is kind of making a protocol. So it's not like. Um, it's not a technical issue. It's like, how do you, what format and what protocol do people use to let them, people know their drivers, where um, their locations, like start and in locations, their vehicle and, and so forth and so, so forth. And it's just like uh, the kind of format that you put forth. That's one of the most important building blocks here. So we have a standard way to kind of look at the message in as little words as possible to get as much information across and then yes. uh, make, make it potentially searchable, I guess, within the Telegram app. So, yeah, so that, that, I guess I can talk to that because that, that was my thinking when I set this up. And even though I'm, I'm granny and even though I, I don't do technology much, my thought was exactly that. We need to find something that's concise that um, if you're a driver or if you need delivery, you can just do a search and maybe we'll hashtag things so that you can really kind of pull up, you know, all the things that match maybe states or locations or, or sizes or whatever. And um, we really wanted to kind of keep it simple but efficient. And we also have a chat group that accompanies called OTR. And that's really where you can kind of share ideas and um, kind of kind of share troubleshooting and whatnot, kind of the the chat accompaniment, but keep the other channel pretty clean and uh, delivery uh, uh, exclusive. I yeah. So what else? That's o, that's OTR on Telegram. Sorry, I was muted for a second. Yeah, that's what I've seen. Is that that was an excellent idea too? So we we have a chat group for the actual project and for the community involved, and you're you're free to chat about the um, 
project in general and introduce yourself and and just generally be social and also um i guess you know like topically oriented to like what the program is maybe um you know feel free to share ideas and everything and then a separate channel just for business just for um short concise uh like bulletin board type messages to um because we're thinking network effect when you have a large number of of actual people involved, just make these kind of searchable hashtagged uh, messages with with the basic information. No chit chat, no um, no no other noise or anything. So um, it's it functions as close to like a, a bulletin board system um, as as is feasible without having to scroll through a bunch of uh, you know social messaging. Yeah, and so far it hasn't. Uh... I mean, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if we've done much business yet, but did, people have been in, in connection with each other, which is a, which is a good first step. And I mean, I'm personally trying to get in the habit now, since I'm going to be one of the people who's going to be driving probably the most often, because um, that's what I do. Uh, you know, literally every time I take a job, I, I post in there and just let people know, you know, the direction I'm heading, where my starting and endpoints are, so they get a general idea of where I'm going to be passing through and. You know, if we can, if we can connect, we could do something. Uh, you know, second I tried, <laughs> it was a last minute thing, but we were trying to get something working down as I was heading down here to Florida. Uh, not this time around, but you know, it's at least people are posting in there and I've seen more and more people getting added, um, to the chat group, uh, daily, which is a good thing. And they're not just like random bots finding us. They're coming through, through invite links. So this is obviously people, some of us are connected to in some way, which is, uh, is also positive because, while I know we've talked about this in, I know we talked about it on the episode I was on with you guys. I, I think you guys and Jackie also talked about it. I, I know it came up in the Brian Sovereign conversation too. And we've talked about it offline about this. The fact that, you know, we want to try to spread this as far as we can, but with, for security purposes and whatnot, we're still like toying with how do we keep everybody as safe as possible and as, you know, off the radar as possible so you know we got to keep messing with this stuff but it, it takes people to start doing this so you know i'm willing right. to be I'm, I'm willing to be one of the guinea pigs i'm out there I'm, I'm trying to do it uh you know i had one of our other drivers that i thought was going to be helping us but now he's bugging off to mexico for six months so he's just a you know you can forget about him but <laughs> we got a couple other drivers we're starting to space some, i'm starting to see some people spaced out which is great too because you know my, my general idea for this is just like we've said, we want to get this up and running. And the whole thing about the network being the more important part is exactly this. We don't, you know, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure none of us here want the credit for any of this stuff. We just want to see it happen. <laughs> you know, I'm not looking for adulation. I'm looking for this to, to work. And no, the, the less credit we get and the less we have to do with it, the better off we are going to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, absolutely. We don't want to, this, we, if all four of us disappeared tomorrow, we'd want this still to keep going. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't need us. It's the hopefully the idea, and also that's less trouble for us. Uh, if anything, if this really takes off and becomes like a thing, the less we really have control over it, the better. Uh, yeah, I mean, security. That should be really um yeah, and that should be the standard to go by, and not just for any one particular reason. Like the uh you know the the main function we got we got to just look at it in perspective the main function of this is is a it's, it's not it's not commercial we're not making money off of it there's no intellectual property or anything like that the main purpose is to connect 
it, it's a transaction. It's a reducing massive. It basically, in economic terms, is massively reducing transaction costs. So it's 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 putting people that want to do deliveries with people that have deliveries things to be delivered, and people that have things to, to be shipped or want things shipped to them, in contact with people that and to facilitate them to have a connection. And then at that point, you know, there's really no other service to be offered to be offered it's um there might be conventions and stuff we might ha have some things but it's basically out of the hands because it's solely setting up the transaction helping people find other people without any kind of you know trying to profit off of it or being a middleman or taking taking 10 percent. and um so i think that almost uh you know kind of requires that hands-off approach and the not just a side benefit I and mean, feature it's certainly a, a feature of it is that we don't have to be there to, to manage it. Oh, exactly. It should be self-managing. It's really, it's really for the market by the market, right? Like, like we're not, we're not reinventing the wheel necessarily. We're just, uh, we're just giving people maybe an alternative. Uh, yeah, you can use other methods. You totally can. Uh, and most of us have because we've had to, but what if there was an alternative? And so what we're finding is Silas is right. There's been a lot of people that have been, um, talking about this idea, people that don't even know other people are talking about this idea. And quite a few people have started this idea, uh, small, uh, grassroots local efforts. Uh, we connected with one in Oklahoma that does local deliveries, like really freaking cool. Uh, we connected with them and there's a few others that we ferreted out. And how exciting would it be if we could be the veins to, to transport cool stuff to organs, right? Like, cause each of these, each of these branches of freedom area with freedom minded individuals, they're all basically like vital systems, you know, they're, they're self-sufficient in their own way, in their own area. But to be able to connect those, I mean, just just think back to the time of trade and just how how exciting that can be to connect people with people and have people run it um, based on what you need. And that's exciting. Yeah. And just to reiterate, that's that's what the service does. It can it's it's connecting people with people. It doesn't work out logistics or anything that's complicated, requires local knowledge or um you know, tries to uh, give, you know, set up a certain number of options or, or streamlines and streamlines anything. Everybody can work it out kind of emergently. All we're, do we're doing is we're connecting people with people. And that has, I mean, tons of benefits, obviously. It's not just in the one-time transaction, but it's um, it, where that where that relation goes on and where, what kind of networks and communities this helps build is, I mean, I, I can imagine the, the, you know, the, the next level effects being really, really great just to kind of connect the communities from coast to coast. So the ideas from people have been huge. So people are thinking big and I love that. I love the big thinking. Cause I mean, if, if we can get the big thinking, then we can start small and see where it goes. But the big thinking that people are having regarding kind of connecting these people with other people uh, is huge. It's it's an underground medicine network. You know, a lot of us, you know, don't really have faith in our medical community. And how cool would it be if you, 
new doctors and medical staff that could help see you and consult you also part of this network. And obviously that's not what we're doing, but that's thinking big. And really when you're connecting people with people and people decide where it goes, man, the possibilities are really endless. And what we've seen in the past that other projects that have tr kind of tried to do the same thing, I'm trying to think of the name of, it's not agorist, it's uh, Liberty, oh, there was a project called Liberty.menu um, that was trying to uh, disconnect, uh, connect libertarian oriented uh, businesses and organizations with people and other organizations and stuff. And that site's shut down. Um, so that's a project that has failed or isn't continuing right now. And um, another example could be uh, self-411s when they were trying to do that kind of, uh, uh, you know, ride-sharing service. They, again, was just trying to merely connect people with people. I don't think that's – I'm not sure where that's going or has gone. Uh, actually, as, as far as I know, uh, uh, Virgil, who started – Virgil Baduba, who started that, I think he actually sold the project off. As as far as I know, uh, Rich Paul or whatever he goes by, Pope of Nobody or whatever his name is these days, <laughs> um, him and one other person, one of the tech guys from the community, I believe, are the ones who picked it up from Virgil and are supposedly working on it again. On it again. Um, cause I love that project. Um, not just cause I'm not just cause I've known Virgil for a long time and I wanted to support him, but we actually made use of that. Um, I got to test that out and use that a bunch. Um, and he was also really super cool and sent me a, after, <clears throat> after, after my uh, infamous inf incident a few years ago, he actually sent me, um, the, whatchamacallit, like the watch version of the, uh, emergency button for that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a life alert so you all you do is push the button on your little watch looking thing and it actually starts the recording on your phone immediately um yes yes i remember all that so yeah. can everybody hear me yep okay so uh, the pro the thing with like four cell phone one or liberty.menu is it it faces the same problem that we have and you just it works awesome when there's a lot of people you know, like cell four one. If there's a bunch of people on cell four one, it's going to work awesome. If there's nobody on there but you, well, it's not doing you much good. So we have a separate problem where we want to keep things secure, um, but we also need a lot of people to make this um, run smoothly. Like, so the more people we have, and I think I've said this before, but the more people we have, the the better this sort of network or system is going to work because you'll have more sort of coincidences of, of need um, just by sheer the sheer volume of people. Problem with that is the more people you have, the less secure um, the overall system would be for certain things. And that's why I think that, um, number one, I didn't like Brian Sovereign's idea of having anything to do with a, a crypto attached to this. Number one, because I think it's going to limit things. And number two, I don't want uh i i think it's a bad idea to have anything to do with the money whatsoever but um i do like uh the idea of um having a layer that's like you know i'm literally creating a pickle-based economy you know what i mean like it's a layer of um you know just your average craft goods and homemade stuff so stuff that no one cares if somebody else knows um that I'm shipping, you know, if I'm shipping you guys pickles, I don't give a shit what the feds think about it. They can, you know, they can suck it. But, um, 
you know, I'll get them addicted to my pickles and then they'll be coming to me. You know what I'm saying? So eat um, my pickles, bitch. <laughs> seriously. How many pickles do I got to pay you off to shut your mouth? You know, it's whatever, you know, stuff like that. I don't care. We don't, I don't necessarily need like, you know, encryption and whatever else and all that kind of stuff. So if we can keep, build a large network first of like that kind of stuff, sort of the white slash gray market kind of stuff. And then um, that'll give us that network effect that we're looking for. And then, like we were just saying for, you know, some more fragile packages, you can start using um, other methods. You can kind of branch off into smaller, you know, other layers, other groups, that sort of thing, using either Briar or whatever comes up or whatever payment methods come up as well. Um, you know, I think that is, I think that solves both problems at the same time. And I don't see it. I don't, unless you guys have another idea, I don't see another way around. Because um, this won't work unless we have a lot of people, but a lot of people, means less security so if uh, you know off, security be damned i mean a part of me that's that okay so maybe not totally security be damned but but my thinking is kind of very similar to sex is my thinking is people are adults people will assume whatever risk and whatever responsibility they're comfortable with and if that is pickles then more power to them. And if that's something a little bit more delicate, then they're grownups. They can assess that risk. They can set up whatever they need to set up to make everyone feel comfortable. I'm not asking anyone to do anything. I am only creating a way to connect people. And it's up to those people to, to, to be grownups, basically. I don't. Well, hold on. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. But I think you're actually. I think you're. I think we're you and Sucker having two different conversations at this point because we're talking about two different parts of this. Um, I, I get what you're saying, Zach, about um, you know, and and I don't disagree either. We in in order to build in order to build the size we're looking for, we have to. the The only way to do it is is to lower security risks um, and bring uh, you know, well, not the risks, lo- you know, lower the level of security and bring more people in. And what's the easiest, smartest way to go about that? Yeah, do it all the, just do the arts and crafts, the food, whatever it is. Um, although I was thinking as you were saying that, even with that though, unfortunately, there's stupid ag laws and stuff that depending on which states you're bringing them to could still end up causing you problems. So, I mean, to, to your part, uh, point, Jackie, there, there's going to be, um, there's going to be an inherent level of risk on most ends of this, no matter what you're shipping, unfortunately, just because of the, the current paradigm we live under, you know, but, but everybody does have to be, but I, I was, I, I think you guys were, I think, I, I think you were just talking about two different things there. Cause they're, but you're both right. <laughs> and I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think they, they contradict. I think they're just two separate parts. You know, we have to get started somewhere. Okay. Where do we get started? Well, this is the easiest way to get started. So this is what we do. Um, the other thing I did want to say is, um, to your point about um, what what, uh, what Brian Sovereign was saying, I, I listened to that and I actually thought you guys were kind of talking past each other at that point because I think he seemed to have it in his head as you at least the way I re- you know listening to him for so long when I heard him talking about that it seemed like he was pitching the whole crypto idea in general based on the notion that this was a company we were building and not just a bulletin board that we're not really attached to um because a lot of his ideas seem to fall in line with if we were trying to build an actual company that at some point 
us, whoever else we bring into the, you know, into the boardroom are going to be pulling some kind of profit off of, you know, um, cause otherwise, yeah, why do we, why does it have to be attached to anything? It doesn't, we're literally trying to just hook people up. And then, you know, I mean, as it is, when I post my message, I'm like, contact me directly. If you want to, if you need something moved somewhere, you know, you don't post about it in the group, you come to me and then you and I work it out and we figure out where it needs to go. What's the time frame, and what kind of payment you're willing to, you know, what kind of trade we're willing to make in order for that to happen. So well, that's, that's thought, exactly. Go I ahead. Go ahead. Thought was so you need um, and it doesn't even necessarily need to be us doing this but people eventually the more people we have the more we're going to need to verify or not, not verify something is going to need to verify that these people um, delivered the packages as they said they did so you know, to kind of root, root out scammers or, or people that have uh, do less reputable activities. And for that, you're going to need like some sort of reputation system. And you're also going to need some sort of um, way to track tra uh, packages to show that they've been shipped. And that was his kind of thought for the blockchain is you could um, ascribe a hash to packages show that they've gone from here to here and then that person would you know somehow receive a rating similar to like yelp or uh but on the blockchain yes that's exactly what i think we were talking about is we were trying to uh, put something on the blockchain other than necessarily payments so just recording information like a, like a reputation system or um re recording packages being picked up and dropped off and i the only I, you know, I think it's a great solution, except that I don't, A, we don't need to be running a uh, blockchain and we don't want to have it, really the phys physical nexus where like, servers are running these things. And B, um, I don't, um, a blockchain system like that is an open ledger and I don't know if we really want to have an open ledger. Um, I don't know if there's a way to, I think we also discussed piggybacking on other technologies and services that can kind of offer that same thing that that of course requires a certain kind of certain level of knowledge that maybe is something a level of knowledge you, should, you might want to have going into the future where you know blockchains become more you know a part of everyday life um but yeah i think it was more of a ledger system to kind of verify uh deliveries pickups just just information exchange in general and not necessarily like value exchange like like currency like a payment okay well i can i can see that um and i i i i also i kind of agree with you guys i don't i don't really necessarily like the security risk of that with the you know who, who wants a lot of that information out there um i mean i don't know maybe i'm just thinking a little too small scale at the moment or maybe i'm just using the bias from how i run my current operation um or the the company i work for runs theirs um you know, I, I I was just thinking, at least in the interim, that the as far as tracking and what uh you know the the reputation system that could still be done independently, uh, mo mostly between the shipper, receiver, and driver. Um, except the rep the reputation system is the only thing we really need. Uh, that that necessarily has to be posted publicly quasi publicly whatever that that's the only thing i think re that really needs to be public right uh, i think so 
at least for, for yeah. And if everybody, if everybody, especially if everybody, especially the drivers, uh, are using pseudonyms, then I don't necessarily see why, even if at some point it requires somebody purchasing a domain, so we actually have a website uh, where these can be posted, or, or if we do it through one of the chat ch- ch- channels or whatever. Um, as long as there's a place that's easily accessible for people who are looking to have things shipped or are looking to ship things, have a place to go and look and just look at a rating for so and so, you know, uh, I don't I don't necessarily see why we need anything beyond that, because everything else could be handled independently, even the even the tracking, you know, like, for instance, when I when I drive, when I do my job, I mean, my company's got a GPS on me, so they're always tracking me. But certain certain deliveries i do the customer wants a direct link to me so there's multiple apps there's multiple trucking app apps out there and stuff like that they're all free to download and they it'll actually work as the, the same as it, it'll take your location it'll you know work off your location and run a gps on you too um so they can keep track of where you are what you know how long you're stopping for that type of stuff um, and it doesn't have to be that involved for what we're doing, especially if you're talking about something that's being picked up with a, hey, when you can get there type of thing, not like, hey, this has to be rushed and be there by tomorrow or whatnot. Um, but you could still, I mean, heck, I could easily just share my Google Maps with the with the uh, person on the receiving end of whatever I'm picking up and say, here, you can follow along, check in at any time, you can see where I am. And if I say I'm going to be here at a certain time, then I'm going to be here at a certain time. And, you, you know, obviously you'll be able to follow along. Um, I'm not saying everybody has to use that method, but I'm saying that type of stuff is already available and I could do that. I could just do that with the, the receiver and be like, here. Yeah. yeah, Anybody can do that. Like you, you don't even have to be a professional driver. I mean, I I can do that also. And so, and to Silas's point, we're not shipping hearts. We're not shipping anything that needs to be there within hours. We're shipping things like honey and pickles and tinctures and um, things that are like it's a comfort from home that we can't get locally. So you know. Do you need a? Do you know if you need a uh, an actual business to make a Yelp profile? Does anybody know? Uh, you need an actual brick and mortar. So really? uh, like an actual storefront. You can't operate outside of your home unless you're fully prepared to put your home address on Yelp. Uh, they won't, I, I tried putting the magazine up there and, and they said no. Cause that was my thought is if we could just hijack Yelp and just the drivers, if they want, <laughs> if they want, but there's no reason soon. why we can't set something up like to Silas's point, like just have like a public forum that says, you know, like, uh, this driver is shit or this driver is really great at communicating or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I was clarifying. And I was I was clarifying kind of what I think uh, uh, Dr. Sovereign was talking about. Now I'm I'm with you, Silas, on this. Uh, I think most most of this stuff should be handled between the uh, three parties involved. Usually, it's going to be like three parties involved. Um, however, they want to arrange it themselves. Um, and the methods are there, and the more we can uh, uh, rely on stuff that's already ready made and available. I mean, that stuff's like you said, one click location sharing and um yeah the, the reputation thing even even that i really wouldn't want to see on a blockchain i i think i think that poses some risks some challenges i don't know uh but the reputation thing is are they um trust mechanism that is the hardest part because you're putting basically the package 
or whatever it is in the hands of a total stranger could be something of value. I mean, the guy, the guy with the big diesel truck that was talking about it with his big trailer, you might be hauling a vehicle or something of piece of equipment, something of a certain amount of value. I love for that to be able to be something that we, we can integrate in there. I was like, wow, that's, that's great. I mean, some, you can, that's really expands the, um, the scope of this outside of small to medium package, you know, which is the vast majority, I'm sure of what it's going to be, but then you do need a trust mechanism. You do need some sort of, you know, maybe some, some form of upfront payment, some for, form of, you know, verification, but uh, outside of trying to figure out something, maybe like Dharma was saying, uh, informal in the reputation system. Um, and really, I, I kind of hope, I'm kind of hoping somebody hears this and kind of, shoots us some kind of ideas but outside of that it needs to i mean it's kind of like imperative that that's all handled outside of what we do once the people are connected their method of communication their method of verification and everything kind of has to be on, on their hands and oh it's totally out of our hands yeah once we connect the people we're we're out of it like we're done our job is done yeah yes like it, we're done <laughs> now but if it's we totally get pointers the person, the two yeah people, we, yeah if we have give ideas or pointers and templates, you know, I mean, if there's if there's a certain conventions that kind of arise, you know, you know, uh, not naturally, but um, emergently, like yeah, some certain things are going to be more popular than others. Maybe you might you might hashtag it and you might you might uh, just say DM me, and there's a certain way. If you do this multiple times, you kind of get it kind of becomes a routine. I don't know what's going to emerge from that, but um, we probably won't even know what it is because. Just like we, we're not going to know what the second order effects of this are. There's going to be all kinds of great. We're not going to know what the real effects of this thing are. And we're not going to know how people actually do their business unless we run a poll because we're, we don't see it. Yeah. And we don't, we don't have to know, you know, I mean, and, and that's coming, that's coming from somebody like me who usually likes to overly plan things and play chess with everything and likes to know as many moves in advance as I can. So I could plan accordingly, but for this type of thing, no, we all we need to know is that there's a hole in the market. Do we know that? Yes, we know that because all of us independently have had this conversation between ourselves with other people over the years, and we're still waiting. Nobody has actually done this. To your point earlier, Penguin, there's been multiple attempts at s parts of this. Um, I don't remember the was it the Liberty dot menu you guys were talking about. I don't know if that was connected. There was there was a guy up in I think he was connected to the Free State Project. I'm not 100 percent sure of that. But he was up in New Hampshire who was trying to run an, an agorist slash voluntarist trucking company or at least starting one up. Uh, I believe my buddy Henza still or it might be Phoenix, one of the two of them actually still. I think, yeah, I think it's Phoenix still has connections with him. Um, but he I guess he kind of gave up, too. Um, after a while, it didn't progress the way he wanted to. So there have been attempts and there might be other people trying it right now. Um, and if you happen to come across this episode or any of the other episodes that we've talked about this and you're somebody who's already trying to do this, then you should probably reach out to us too. Cause like we've said, this isn't about us. This is about getting this done. And the more people, the more ideas, you know, to the, to the other point about, you know, not being able to hijack Yelp. Um, there's gotta be another, I'm not fully up on all the different review type sites and stuff like that. It's been a while since I, I haven't had to really worry about that since I closed my business down years ago. So. I'm not really up on that, but I'm sure there's another one or even some way we could you, you know, even like just in theory, we could, you, you could use a site like Craigslist or something to build something where there's constant postings 
<laughs> and you just sneak it in there and they don't check those things. You know, there, there's got to be a site somewhere or multiple sites that we could just piggyback off of already for pretty much everything we need to do with this. I mean, you can, this is something you could do straight out of a template. I mean, it wouldn't take that much um, effort and it wouldn't take any involvement of any certain like a group of us principals. If somebody wants to start a, uh, start a site um, and it can be crowdfunded or, you know, in crypto, crypto crowdfunded or whatever donation links. If somebody wants to start a site that just is like a bulletin board, a simple bulletin board, like a Craigslist. Imagine when Craigslist first started, that's, that was a probably super simple operation that wasn't too hard to type together. And, and now that's just, uh, that's easy mode for anybody who builds websites. So something bare bones, no, you know, no, no, not flashy, no JavaScript to graphics or anything, but something along the lines of like text-based thing, like Craigslist or a bullet, uh, a forum. I mean, that stuff's, uh, I don't know. I can't think of the word is like template, like, like it's almost copy paste. So someone with a small amount of knowledge that none of us have on this, but a lot of ton of people out there listening, I'm sure do. And it's people that are going to be involved. They could easily put something together like this really quick. And it's just, and then it, you can, I, I know you could do a rating system just like you can do uh, like if, if any of you guys have used um, discord, I know sec, you use discord a lot. I remember they had a lot of bots that kind of could do that within, within a given server really easily and you could just like uh uh put you know give it permissions in your server and it could do all sorts of point systems and keep tracks of keep tracks of all sorts of statistics and uh permissions and stuff and uh you know if you're tech savvy and into that stuff i think this is actually super easy it's just not super easy for us so can you guys hear me yes I okay yep. um i'm having a mute through my computer and it's more of a pain in the ass and it's all white and I can't see shit. So Do I have um, a switch on your microphone? No, it's busted. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't work, so I'm having to mute through the the uh, browser. But um <clears throat> so we all know who Ross Ulbricht is, and if anybody doesn't know who's listening to this and has been living under a rock for twenty years. Ross Ulbricht got busted and is doing double life plus 40 years for running a website. Fucking bullshit. It's a pile of fucking bullshit. Fuck that judge. I hope she dies and I hope her kids don't learn to read. Fuck her. So, um, anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> so he is in jail for running a website. That means... And you mentioned earlier, and, and I keep saying, well, it's just food. You know, it's just passing food to people and tinctures and bullshit. And you made a good point that, man, they're starting to crack down on that, too. And what happens when supply chains start to break down or there's disruptions and that sort of thing? You know, shipping pickles to you guys might be the same thing as shipping cocaine or something at that point. You know, in terms of how they're looking at that in terms of how the state will crack down on you for that. So I don't think anybody putting up a website connected to this is a good idea. I, I think it's a bad, bad idea because if this, if this becomes successful, successful, that's going to be a huge problem. And whoever, whoever's name is on that website, that website is tied to somebody that you're going to, that's going to be the person that gets crushed. So, I almost like the idea of just hijacking, you know, even organically or whatever, some, some like, uh, like a Yelp, some sort of, um, rating 
app or whatever the bullshit is that you can just put in a profile for your But with all due respect, they can shut that down and censor that too. Yes, but that's not the the point. You're you're right. Yeah, I'm with Sec on this. That that was my thinking when I said that, uh, you know, if if not Yelp, there's got to be another website, multiple websites that already exist that we can piggyback off of. Um, for exactly what Sex's talking about, and I mean Ross is the ultimate uh, example of that, unfortunately. Um, and sadly, not everybody does know who Ross is because I I wear my I have a you know um, internet internet freedom free Ross shirt that I wear a lot, and I've had multiple people ask me all over the country who he was, and when I say the name, you just see the blank look on their face, like I have to explain it to him. It's so sad, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I think that. Any breadcrumb, like as it is, us having this conversation that we we end up posting publicly on our podcast feeds can be found by anybody, listened to by anybody. Um, and despite the fact that I start all, all of our podcasts up off with the Bipcot No Government License, we know they don't actually follow that. Unfortunately, it'd be great if they did. Um, but any like just that alone, we're technically we've we've connected ourselves to this idea. Um, could they prove anything? So should certain stuff happen down the road? That's debatable. But having having your name connected to the website absolutely that puts a target on your back should things go a certain way so i think that yeah i mean you're right Dar- jackie that they could it's so funny i keep calling you jackie they keep calling you dharma uh, <laughs> i go by many names i i know but uh <laughs> um I, I i you're absolutely right that they could shut down say if we did hijack craigslist or just for example we say that we figure out a way to work it on there could they shut that down yes I mean, have they been able to so far? They've tried to. They haven't. I mean, is it possible? Sure. But we're limiting our personal exposure. And if it gets shut down, it gets shut down. The whole thing goes down for everybody, but still none of us or anybody else who may have been, you know, somebody who listened to this and say, hey, I could I could throw together a quick website and just wanted to help. It's not going to fall back on them or anybody else. Like it'll the, the, the site will just get taken down and we'll have to shift somewhere else. That I have no problem doing. Like that, that's that's not a problem at all. I'd rather do that than have anybody tied to it who could take the hit for hit for it. Even if it's not us, I don't want somebody else who wanted to help out taking the hit for us either. You know. You know, okay. I, I get that. I'm just, I guess, I guess I do everything with the assumption that it's illegal. And even if it's not illegal, I just assume that it's breaking some sort of law because, quite frankly, there are so many laws that I think we break on the regular that we don't even we don't even fathom. So I think everything I do, I assume it's against the law. I assume there's a decent amount of risk tied to it. And that's how I operate. And so for a while, if we hijack sites, I think that works great. And I'm totally with you. And I absolutely agree. Nobody wants to take the hit. Nobody wants to be tied to it. But then I'm like, I guess I think too big. And I I know that you've told me several times to reel it in, bring it back, come back to us. And so maybe that's my issue is I'm like thinking way big and you guys are thinking more like practical right now. And you're absolutely right for right now. Stop thinking globally and act locally, man. Yeah, I know. know. It's a real (laughs) problem. (laughs) No, I mean, my concern is because I'm thinking big. So like right now, it's probably not a huge deal. If If we had a website for what's being traded right now, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Nobody nobody knows. The feds aren't worried about us shipping pickles at this moment. You know what I mean? But down the road, 
I mean, if we're shipping food and medicine and there's a, you know, disruptions in food and supply chains and the feds are really cracking down on interstate commerce. What's, what's, what you mean if, white boy? There already is. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and I'm going to say this again. I'm going to keep saying this every time they have the opportunity to do so publicly. It's not us drivers' fault. There are plenty of us. There's no driver shortage. You should come to the ports and hang out like I have over the past couple of months. There's a whole crap load of us sitting waiting for stuff to come off ships because they're just sitting out in the harbor. So it ain't the driver's yeah. fault. <laughs> right now so imagine the public outcry about that and then imagine the government's reaction to that so it could very well be, be that uh they they do start cracking it, down on people shipping it, food outside of other it won't even it won't it, well number one it won't even take that because you have you already have like say that the stupid thing that uh the potato in chief as i like to call him uh, the, the stupid $600, uh, you know, they're threatening to look into anybody who has over $600, any $600 transaction or, or whatever in, in even your PayPal Venmo accounts. Like if that something like that actually does get passed through at some point, even without the supply chain disruptions, anybody who's trying to ship these yeah, little things, bucks. pickles, stuff right. like that. All, yeah, all, and they were talking about cumulative. So it's not even one six hundred dollar transaction. It's it's if you add up to that much, all of a sudden you hit that magic number. Then they're going to start looking into you. Oh wait a minute, this guy is shipping these these things. Are you are you are you collecting taxes for those, sir? You know, like anything okay. that that yeah. that could happen. That could happen. You know, that could happen just as easily. Well, yeah. yeah, but but if you go about this already assuming that everything you do is illegal. Then my thinking is, wouldn't you pay Al Capone a little bit to quote unquote protect you? So wouldn't you either set up a proxy merchant or wouldn't you set up like a legit Not some every- sort of business if you're thinking if you're thinking globally as like a as like a Craigslist per se, but you're you're paying you're paying uh, your handsy Uncle Sam to stay the fuck out of it. Like you, you pay your penance to, you know, like fly under the radar, right? That's that works until you're a threat. If you're a threat to the overall, don't be system, a threat. Well, okay, so Ross was a threat to the overall system. They they don't care about people selling drugs, really. He and he had no idea. He had no idea he was a threat. And look what happened to him. That's the problem. Right. You don't necessarily so, know because what what's what's a what what you're doing, whether it's a threat or not, to the establishment today, has no bearing on whether. Well, not necessarily no bearing, but it doesn't have much bearing on whether that whether you're whether you're a threat tomorrow. Things can change that rapidly. So I think, on one hand, Jaggy, I do agree with you. Like I I I I appreciate your sentiment. I know where it's coming from, and on, on a large for a large part, I agree with you personally. But when you start thinking like that, you it also leaves you more open to be prone to mistakes because you you don't care as much. You're not you you tend to be less careful, um, oh, which, yeah. which 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 can backfire. So I think you know this goes back to our earlier. It's it's there's going to be a, in all aspects of this as we're finding out in real time having this conversation. There's going to be a fluctuating. Uh, like a, a level of security balance that we're going to have to play with everything, you know, every aspect of this, there's going to be, it's going to kind of be like, well, it's a little more risky to do this a little like, okay, wh- where do we want to strike that balance? You know, and it, you, you're going to have to take it on individually. Uh, but even though we're trying to just get this up and running and kind of almost walk away from it as, as it were, 
we still like everybody connected to it has to, you know, they do have to assume their own risk, but we also have to try to make it as easy as possible to get it up and running in the first place. So it, it's probably a better idea to let as at l- the least amount of risks happen at the beginning while we're trying to build this and bring more people in. And then what, you know, the more people that are involved, the less, the, the, the less difficult or the, the more difficult it is for them to pin it on any one person anyway. <laughs> well, well, yes, that I understand yeah. Yeah, that I agree with. Yes. Yeah. The, I was off base with the website and you're right because it was going against my whole philosophy before. Again, it's an ethereal place online without a physical nexus. No, no server, no website, no putting your name on anything. Yeah. It's people with people. And I'm completely agnostic to what it, to, for what, it, you know, to what's going on. And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's facilitating people, facilitating people with people, but it's, it's, it's not taking on that, you know, connection. So once you, you know, view the posting, DM the person and everything. That's a separate, that's now a separate transaction outside of this, outside of this. I don't want to say service even. Um, cause it's, it's not like in the beginning we can, we can have the, uh, the highest security. It needs to always be at the utmost highest security because we're not trying to create a business. We're not trying to skim 10% off of this, off of this. We're not trying to, uh, you know, yeah, make a profit basically or, 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 or manage or control it's 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 really it's just a matter of like the system that was that's been set up so far maybe we're beta testing it right now whatever level of testing it is like how how does that scale up as more people join that's something that that we can work on but i mean this is basically the level of involvement we can ever have in 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 transactions and that's the way that's the way that's the way it should be and there's so many options that people can work out between themselves, and we'll never know what the, what those are, honestly, because it we don't want to know because it's 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 happening outside the system. It's no longer part of the thing that we're doing. Once it goes out, once once the once the people are connected with each other and start, you know, yeah, our job is done. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm totally agnostic of what it's used for, how it's used, what what what's, who's using it, what scale. That's really uh, but how i would like to, how i like to see it it kind of goes back to what sex says like i would like to see a lot of oh i was going to say I, I i've gone on ebay and i've purchased baked goods homemade goods but a lot of like baked goods or like i've i purchased bagels i they were like priority mailed to me from from new york just because uh that's, that's whatever it, well that's cuz the only place you can actually get a good bagel <laughs> yeah so so I've, I've i've done that you can do that on some level to some extent i've uh i've purchased like pallets of Lacroix that were purchased from there's no there's actually a little bit of arbitrage going with a lot of those things you can get not pallets like like cases cases of different drinks and stuff i i, I consume a lot of drinks at work in the summertime you know i gotta uh i, I like my beverages and um um you, you know it's a little bit of arbitrage of people getting from wholesalers and and making a little bit of Profit on top, shipping it out. Um, that's great. Super convenient for me. Um, they're also getting, so this goes back to like, like scarcity and supply chain issues. Like there are a lot of people reselling products that are at higher, like than retail costs, but they're products that may not be available in a person's area. And so obviously if they're selling them at this price, it's like a ridiculous price per unit. Um, somebody's paying for it because I guess it, it it's, they have nostalgia for the thing and they can't get it in any stores where they're located. It might be, you know, in, an import or whatnot. Um, that's just how the market works. And 
you, you know, people do this. You can do this in the white market openly on eBay. Um, you know, un until there's obviously a, a crisis on, on some level and that's where sex says right. going on, then there can be an issue, but we could be an alternative to, you know, using eBay, for example, oh, uh, cracking down on, on people reselling masks when the pandemic started. Um, I did that. I was I bought up a bunch of masks in the store and did, did the legwork and tried to resell them and boom, they shut that down eventually. But, uh, you know, on some level, a, a lot of that white market activity that, yeah, inter interstate commerce can get iffy, but people people ship each other pots. People ship each other pickles. They do it. You know, so it's, you know, well, it, it depends what scale you're at. It's a certain scale where it maybe comes an issue, a certain contingencies where this, yeah, may, may come an issue, but it's just regular economic activity. Yeah. It's but really the, no different than Craigslist or eBay. Like, it's well, really no, no different, I don't think. No, yeah, well, you're no, right. Actually, it's not. It's not. It, my, my only thing was, yeah, you can you can order certain things currently through eBay or, or whatnot. Um, but it's still, that still falls under the purview of whatever shipping company you're using, whether it's the USPS or the FedEx or, or whatever, because they have certain things that, that we consider no big deal. That's still, it's either not allowed or they charge an obscene amount of money. That's the reason we're trying to do this to bypass all of that. Cause yeah, you can do it right now, but you may have to pay an extra fee because they charge that, you know, they make you put certain food on, they make you put it in dry ice. Otherwise you're not allowed to ship it, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then they charge yeah, more money for that type liquids. of shipping stuff or, yeah, or liquids, um, you know, anything like that. Like, you know, could you, can you, I mean, can you technically send like a bunch of the tinctures and stuff through the mail right now? Yeah. But totally. they can actually, they can actually mess with you for it because it's, oh, they will, you know, they could claim it's whatever. I know it's a liquid source. We have to be careful, you know, whatever. So um, it's because they manhandle all their packages like crazy. I've seen yes. them like drop kick packages onto porches. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, well, when they're, they're operating they're at that scale, volume and speed, you know what I mean. So they don't care about any individual package. It's just like move with volume, move volume. You know, so they they don't care about the. They're just tossing them around, and that's why they don't really like liquids because they break and spill and shit. You know, so yeah. Yeah, when they're operating at that scale, then of course they can't really handle some of that stuff. They don't want something irregular. They don't want something uh, oddly shaped. They they charge more for that stuff. That I think that somebody that's doing a you know a truckload or a van load or a trailer load level can easily handle a lot easier and not have to worry about the risk of not having any idea what's going to actually end up ha happening to this thing. That we have to have standardize all this this kind of like. To manage the risk of that, well, I, I know it's going to be right back in this in this corner of this truck between this this package and this parcel and this item, and nothing's going to go on top of it. And there's, you know, I think that would reduce the risk, of, uh, reduce the cost of like something where they would charge an obscene amount for certain things. Let me go back to to Dharma's point uh, that she made earlier, where so I'm all for uh, setting up some sort of legal camouflage. You know, if if I can pay, give the man some, uh, his cut and it can leave me the fuck alone so I can do more gray market activity, I'm all for yeah, that. Yeah, Al Capone. Yes. Pay we're not out. we're not doing anything. We're not right, we're right, not right, right. we're not making any money off of this. I don't want to make any money or know who's doing what. I don't want to be Al Capone. I want to pay Al Capone. <laughs> right, right, right. No. So if we, you know, in certain in a lot of situations, if you can bribe off the policeman or whatever to look the other way, I'm for that. Right. The problem with illegal camouflage in this particular sense is you 
if you are legally tied to a website, you are legally responsible for every, not for just what you just did by creating the website, but every action that ha- occurs on that website. You but are pause, but time out. But like people on Craigslist were selling air conditioners and getting raped and Craigslist is still around. Like shit happens, right? Yeah, no, like, they, no, listen, they came after Craigslist hard and that's yes. why that Craigslist now has to pay, charge $5 for an ad because they wanted to, uh, they made a deal with Craigslist. Like they want, they were, they had, they held their nuts to the fire. And they're like, well, we're going to shut you down. And we're going to, there's all this prostitution on Craigslist and stuff. They were coming down hard. This is when they came down on Backpage. They were coming down on Craigslist as well. And they, they struck a deal with Craigslist and said, look, we want you to take all this. We want you to have more monitoring. You have to charge per ad now so that you can pay people to take down all these fucking ads and check up on people and blah, 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 blah. And they took so down Backpage. They took down Backpage at the same time. And they took down Ross the same way. So well, yeah, well, well, that's, a, that's what I was going to say. Regardless of what has happened in the past, the what ha- the the travesty that happened to Ross has has leveled has 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 taken the playing field to a whole new level, and that's where we are now. They have now set the precedent because of what they did to Ross. That yes, and you can be. Will they in all situations? No, because technically they could have taken Facebook out already for similar stuff. But they haven't because because the Zuck likes to play ball with them. So you know, but when you're on when you're not one of the uh, chosen ones, then as of now, you can be taken down because of your connection to the website, because of what other people do. That precedent has now been set, um, quote unquote, legally. So yeah, now that is a risk. It it may you know I, I get what you're saying, Jackie. It, it, before they did this and they're still up and running. But no, now they have a new precedent there. But oh, nope, sorry, that you your name's on the you know you're the one who pays the bills for that domain name. Oh, that's your website. Oh, then you're responsible for this, this, and this. You know, so yeah, now it now it's an issue. Sorry, I, I, I completely mean, I, I understand that. I I do, and and I guess that's part of my problem too. Is is I am so much of a risk taker that that I I just I just go and I'm not. so okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hear me out, though. I, I I lost this in kind of what I said uh, previously. Um, no website, totally off base. Pretend I didn't even say it, because um, that goes against everything I've been saying so far before this. But Discord bot, a Discord server. What about that? Uh, Discord servers can need to be shut down. They can need to be created also. But uh, I, I, if you want something with minimal involvement and minimal like a nexus, uh, this seems like a Discord server would be the best way to go about it. It's going to be open. It's going to be, it could be semi-private and it's going to be open to Discord or, uh, you know, one of the decentralized or encrypted Discord competitors. I don't know how many, how many bots they have bots. They have all the same capabilities of Discord, uh, a little bit less known, maybe take a little bit, a little bit more barriers to get involved with some of those, like Matrix and some other ones. I'm, I'm not on all of them. I'm on uh, Matrix or Element or whatever they're calling it now. Um, I don't know as many bots available so far, but people can make bots pretty easily and uh, you can have different very level. If you've never used Discord, it's like a IRC type chat server with a lot of different extra capabilities um, that are easily ported over to the open source kind of um, competitors. Uh, they've got different channels and everything that you might be familiar with if you're familiar with IRC. Um, I think that would be the best, the closest you could get that being involved with the website. Because you're right, website, totally bad idea. Well, I, I would disagree with the Discord. Discord might as well be an FBI field office. 
it's um, I'm not. It's a centralized server, and they shut people down all the time for less. So I yeah, would, uh, that's I what I was thinking. For anything, anything sensitive. Well, Discord, uh, Discord alternatives, Matrix. I, so, I use yeah, Matrix I, or I, Riot or whatever they call it. I was thinking of that earlier when we were talking about Briar. And so then we run back into the same problem where it's like, okay, if we want a lot of people, um, Matrix is not the way to go because it's kind of hard to use. But for it does have great encryption and there's no centralized server and it can't be tied to anyone. So that might be better for certain things, right? Just like Briar would be. I mean, be it's 2021. You, it's 2021. Learn to use a, an app that's like two or three steps harder. I guess. I mean, uh, yeah. Considering we, it. considering we started this talking about how technologically inept all of us are, I don't know if that's a statement we want to be making, Penguin. <laughs> okay, thank you. You guys are saying all these technologies, and I'm still learning how to freaking right. use Telegram. Where, look, look. <laughs> use it better well, than me. See, here's the thing, though. We got a... Uh, we're going to have to keep working on this. And again, if anybody else has any ideas, we're, we'd be happy to hear them because we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll keep exploring a lot of these options. I mean, I, I, I know we, uh, we've talked about this off, off air that, you know, one of us actually has to start doing this, but heck, Telegram's got a whole crap load of bots now and they, and they keep adding more. So right. they're, they're, right. we might, like, we might actually have, haven't even, we might not have even stumbled upon an option within a system we're already using. Um, yeah, I went down that rabbit hole. I can teach you some things. I've been reading and watching. Well, videos. see, there you go. So we we might be able to pull that off just there, you know. So that I don't think. I mean, finding some place to be definitive on. Okay, I mean, I sure that'd be great, but uh, you know, we we got something that's kind of sort of working at the moment, or at least attempting to work. So I, I I'm all for it trying to run with what we got right now and just keep building as we go. We'll figure shit out. I don't know. That's how I run my life. I had one other thought. So what if we just, I, I agree with you. Telegram might be the, the way is probably the way to go for now. And there is bots and maybe we could set up some sort of rating system with a bot or whatever that you can type in your name and put in rating and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure. What if, what if we just further, uh, at the more we go, we just further decentralized out. So we just create more and more groups for different things. So like, shout out to Rayo over at Vanu Podcast, but he's got he's got something like uh, like we were talking about like with the the friendlies or hubs or whatever people that can um, you know help you out if you're on the road or you can stay there a day or two. He's got a map similar to like what you had, uh, Dharma. Um, on on his site. So, what, like, what if we separated out different aspects of this to different people? That way, if any one part goes down, it the the, the entire things keeps going. So, we I am super pro all of that. I I hope that more people spin off and create their own, and I right. and I really hope that 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 happens, and that more people are inspired to connect because. That's that's what we want, right? So, like, uh, have penguin. Penguin can run the bot with the. I'm not just using this as an example. Oh, yeah, I'm not much. Right. I'm not well, more someone, technically... some other person can run a Telegram group with a bot that uh, you know is for rating, and we just have links to go back and forth. And then somebody else has a group that's for, hey, if you're in a jam and you're dr a driver, here's a list of people that can do this, and they can run that group. 
and you know what I'm saying? And if like you just separate out horizontal these different aspects and features to this more horizontally, uh, maybe we don't even need anything else. So what you're talking about more is a scaling thing. So I'll, that's what I was thinking. Like, what if this becomes big? First of all, you might have to break it down geographically. And then, yeah, you're, sure. you're right. You might have one, a special one for urgent or emergency shipments. I mean, this, I'm thinking like down the line. Let's say you get, right. I'm just saying, just, just expand the network and keep everything else the same. We don't know. We don't know demographics and all this information. Let's just expand the network to like a crap load of people. Uh, you're gonna, you might need to break it down geographically. You might need to break it down to like urgent services. You might have one for like heavy or irregular loads, things that need like a big old trailer, double axle or whatever. Um, and yeah, and then the stuff you're talking about too. So you you might have uh, things that just would clutter up the chat if you try to integrate them. You might have to have different uh, parts of this. And if we can if we can break down the labor better, I, I can learn to run a bot, sure. I hope that we inspire people to try all of it. I hope that people try this system out and see how it works and how it falls short and how they can help and how they can help support. And and if they're inspired to grow something locally on their own that they later want to connect into something bigger, I hope that happens. I, I really hope. And I hope people bring their creative brains because all three and a half, four boomers of us, we, we could use some, some people that know how to fucking turn their computer on. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I want to be clear. We're, I don't, we're not really making, we're not a service, a company, uh, you know, organization where I kind of see it more as I think to what you're saying, it should be like a movement. We are, we are the pickle party line. That is what we are. We are running a party line. No, we're just running a party line. We're giving a place for people to. We're giving a place for people to call in and connect, and then they can go off and have their private conversations. I think we should call it that, the pickle party line. That's what that's what it is. Goddamn it! We're we're not a service. We got a pickle party line, bitch. Seriously, I'm 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 still I'm building a pickle based economy. That's where I'm at. Uh, I'm all for that, man. I'll I'll be a part of that economy. I I got. I'm all for that. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think what you were talking about too, Zach, about the, you know, what you're look, you know, the separating all this stuff out, I, I kind of envision a lot of this stuff happening or, or happening organically anyway, especially, yeah. especially to Penguin's point, once it starts growing, you know, once it hopefully starts growing, I, I kind of see that, like, I see like the, the group we have, and I, I, I'm sure we'll plug this again at the end and I'm looking at the time we're probably going to, and I know you got to start getting ready to go sec. Um, which my god the uh the group that we ha- the group that we have right now for the for for the postings of the deliveries and the drivers and stuff like that you can find if you go if you go on telegram and find the otr group you can find it through there um but like take that group for example the 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 deliver the, the the ones for posting only i kind of envision that like being the main one for now and then as we start getting more drivers and more people needing stuff delivered in the different segments of the, just for this, we'll stick with the States for right now in the, within the States, I kind of envision people starting to break off once they, once you have people that, cause we, I'm right now, we have a couple of drivers that are like me that are willing to go cross country. Um, but there's a bunch of other people who have joined, who have already offered their services and say, Hey, I'm in this area. And they cover like maybe just one state or maybe a couple of states and that stuff's art that stuff's already starting so i could totally i was totally already totally envisioning that happening down the road where 
once those people and people like that already start getting business and they start shit you know moving stuff around their state or their little area well then they already have this reputation because they're the one out there doing it so pete so maybe they would form their own group anyway and kind of be like hey it's just anybody who's around here with me that wants to get involved in this you know and kind of just break off on their own um and then uh you know and then you could use the same name you don't have to it doesn't matter because again we're not um trying to capitalize on any of this other than being able to make use of the service just like the rest of you you know that's the i mean obviously i'm technically i guess trying to capitalize off it because i i'm gonna be i want to be a driver but aside from that it's just for getting you know another reason i've also said that i want to do this now while i have my other job because i'm not in this for the money right now i'm in this to help people out and get things moving and show them that we can do this and then once that happens, then that's going to bring more people in because then they're going to have a they're going to have an actual example to see. Hey, look, I, I I needed this thing shipped across the country, and these guys did it for me, and they you know they took care of me, and they got my stuff there, and it was safe, and they didn't even charge me that much, or maybe you know maybe nothing at all because it was just I was headed that way anyway type of thing, um, and that encourages more people to want to try it out because they have you know real world examples now to say, hey, my my friend so and so used this service and they loved it, so I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, let's be very clear. Like, uh, I mean, just kind of having talked to you in our, our our first episode together, and then actually having meet meet people, having met people, just going around in public. Just I I get the strong sense and slash I know that uh, like van shipping and and, and this kind of uh, logistics and small freight and stuff. That's like this is happening. This is like the decentralized non-capitalist version of something that's happening in general. A ton of people are getting jobs like driving vans. Around, around the country and around the states and around areas like this is not like what we're doing the fact that we're doing this isn't happening in a vacuum this is actually like a huge thing and we can see all these supply chain issues that are going to be solved by the market and we're playing in a role in this but this is um this is big this is not happening this is no coincidence that amazon is is uh doing its thing and you're seeing unmarked white vans and i've i've met people i've met people at like the mosques that were coming through that were uh, they had a van that worked for a company and they were, they were just uh, kind of stop, stopping on by. And it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just learning about logistics and I love this company. Young kid, two guys in a van and I don't know who they work for. Didn't ask. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like mil- about a million vans that are, that are hitting the road now, not even counting Amazon. And, but they're all, they're all through companies and they're all through, um, you, you know they're not necessarily coming at it from from the they're coming out from the commercial aspect and the the the, the white market aspect so uh, you know and there's a lot of vans being being bought um so i think this is something that has this i just want to say like, this is something that's happening at a certain time for a certain reason and we're just well, yeah play, playing mean, our part in it because we have the sense that there's a demand for this Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not isolated because, I mean, if you look around, we're basically being forced to do this. Uh, That's that's how all of these things start is uh, systems break down and people rise to the top. I mean, look at Puerto Rico. Uh, They were wiped out almost by by that hurricane. And who helped them? People. People came to their aid. People just kind of did stuff. Same thing with uh, New Orleans. It ended up being people that ended up helping people, not not the state. So this is no different. I mean, we're being forced to rise and we're being forced to fill gaps because, you know, the, the system, the state system is falling short or being manipulated 
or being driven for a certain purpose. And and really, people will always find a way, not to sound like Jeff Goldblum, but uh, uh, liberty uh, finds a way. way. Yeah. Yeah, um, And yeah, this is the uh, beauty of emergent order. I mean, that's all due to central planning, I would say, versus, you know, all the different things that could cause that. I can pretty much sum it up. Central planning, emergent order fills the gaps. Perfect. Can you guys hear me? Yep, we sure can. Awesome. So it's, um, yeah, no, you, you guys are spot on. And I, I think, you know, we've had this conversation. It was super weird that we all kind of came up with this simultaneously. But I think it's just, there's a lot of people that are coming to similar conclusions. Obviously, it's just it's just something in the air. You know what I mean? There's something in the, the way the wind's blowing that everybody can see that you know, this, the, these, this system can't, can't, uh, keep going the way it's going. And we just have to kind of figure out our own, uh, way of doing it. Um, and it's not even necessarily people that agree with us philosophically. It's just people that are, uh, uneasy about the way the, the system is going and where the food comes from and, uh, the way the production is and, and that sort of thing. And, I think you're going to see a lot more, a uh, lot more things like this, what we're doing here, and um, a lot, you know, things very similar. And and uh, it's funny, um, Silas, you were you were just saying that you'd have, you know, more local drivers. My other half and I were just talking the other day, and we kind of were were extrapolating out in a similar fashion, where you'd have like, um, you know, you'd have these like you these kind of cross country drivers, but then you could have like endpoint delivery drivers so like a local freedom cell or a local agora would have like that one person who just they they go meet the cross-country driver or whatever and then they just deliver out to all the people in the local area you know so you go out to oregon and you get a pallet oh yak meat right but everybody in this agora in um uh let's say oklahoma they all want some yak meat from young Nick. Um, but you don't have time to like go to literally everybody's house, but you could have that local area could have one person that um, just deli- meets you, picks up that pallet of yak meat and then just delivers it out, you know, at the, the, the end point to all the individual people in that whole area. So you could have like uh, different little smaller local niche markets of this same thing, but on a much, much smaller scale. And then, it almost, we almost would be like replicating Amazon, you know, if we got enough people to that, to that point. And, um, I, I think honestly, there's the more we go, the more, um, the more there's going to be a need for this and the more there's going to be people to fill in the gaps. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, I, I've already, I, I already experienced what you're talking about in real time years ago. The food co-op I used to belong to, they were actually based out of Pennsylvania, but they had a driver that would come once a week, and one of the customers on the island where I lived agreed to have their house be the meeting point, so the driver would just drive there and drop everything off in the coolers, and then head back to Pennsylvania. 
and then people when they had the time would come over to this individual's house or or they would do deliveries out of their house to, to go to do to exactly what you're saying to go around to the to people in the, in the neighborhood or, or the surrounding neighborhoods and do the drop-offs um because yeah there are i mean there's certain situations if i'm picking up one thing for somebody on a, on my way from one place to one place um most of the time it's going to be a hell of a lot easier for me to meet somebody in a walmart parking lot you know for instance or somewhere you know and just say here you take it <laughs> you know basically hand <laughs> make it like football here here here's the handoff now you take it you run with it you know and um so yeah i, I totally see that happening and uh like i said i've seen it happen already and it works pretty great and you know with uh i mean amazon and their world domination tour uh, as as brian sarbon always talks about you know they are trying to take over everything and that it does just open up opportunities because yes, are there other big companies out there trying to provide some of these services? Absolutely, but more and more people are becoming disenfranchised with these services for what for whatever political reason, uh, economic reason, whatever it is. Um, so it's a, it, I think it's a great time to get in this type of game versus you know, oh, there's already too many people in the market. There's you know, it's kind of too crowded. No, 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 not at all. This is this is an opportunity because enough people have seen what's gone down in the past 18 to 20 months and they're not happy about it for a multitude of reasons. So, you know, despite what, what's, despite what some of these people say, they actually are looking for options. They just don't know it yet. Well, dude, hear me out. Hear me out. Like when you buy on Amazon, it's often the same sellers. There are actual, there's people behind these accounts. There's actually the same sellers that are selling on eBay and other sites. And there's actual like people running businesses out of their houses and breaking down, uh, uh, the, um, you know, big quantities uh, of stuff selling at retail and stuff. There's like real people behind these accounts that are selling the same products on multiple sites. They're just trying to, they're just trying to make their, their bit go. They're just trying to move product. And so, uh, you know, and Amazon's ham handling logistics for some of the Amazon, pet well, no, they're handling theirs out of the warehouse. So and in eBay, you handle your, your own thing. And this is basically just kind of piggybacking on that. That's just the future of the economy. Did I, ability to sit in your pajamas and at three in the morning and like buy uh, your groceries or buy, uh, you know, craft goods or homemade goods or just, you know, stuff uh, broken down from um, like bulk purchases. That's uh, amazing. I've made so much use of that because we just don't have the time to go from place to place anymore, you know? Well, we got to start wrapping this up. I got to go trick or treat, but yeah. Uh, um everybody give out there your your uh plug your stuff you guys that's us oh i can do that yeah, uh that's you guys. So, <laughs> i'm like i'm enjoying the show i got too high uh <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah these are really good oh wait a, wait a minute right wait a minute that's all, i'm on that show damn it oh wait a minute <laughs> I got things to promote. Oh, uh, so we run a magazine. I'm going to promote that first, even though that's not our thing. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, we run a magazine. Check it out, rtamagazine.com. Uh, we're in the business of, of empowering people to self-liberate, self-sustain, and self-care. Uh, and that inspired our uh, group, OTR, which you can find on Telegram. From there, you can find the main group if you're shipping or if you're a delivery driver. Uh, but check us out on Telegram, OTR. Uh, you know, we're just we're just trying to connect. Uh, we're just trying to connect living systems and uh, empower the people. And uh, we don't we don't really care about 
you know, fame or whatever. We just, we just want to empower the people. Is that a double entendre, OTR? It's several. Silas. That's probably all Silas should feel that. Yeah, well, it, it ended up being one because, yeah, OTR is, you know, they use that in the trucking industry already. But, yeah, I think we, we took that from my my original concept for this project years ago was nicknamed Operation Tub, uh, Tubman Redux. Oh, wow. Just, okay. So that's, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it has multiple meanings now, but we just kind of picked that name and ran with it. So I was thinking on the road, the axle road and on the road to autonomy. Well, yeah, like I said, like I said, they all work. <laughs> nice. Uh, you guys yeah. got social media or what, what are you doing? Podcast. We do, but we do what we we do, but we're lazy. We do have a Twitter account for the podcast. I keep forgetting to post there. Um, I think we have a MeWe account for the podcast. I keep forgetting to post there. We're really lazy about that. That's why we ask you to come check out. Go to the uh, ch- check out check out the website. You can find uh, you know links for everything else there, and and you can get to our podcast our podcast directly from there, which is RTA Radio, uh, which is basically a supplement to the magazine. Um, I keep I keep claiming I'm going to be doing interviews at some point. I haven't got around to it, but usually it's just me and Jackie uh, covering some of the stuff uh, that was in the magazine from the previous month, and also our some of our other ideas that we didn't bother to write down. So, but uh, yeah, we're, you can find us everywhere. You can find us everywhere. But like I said, we're lazy, so just look look, look for the website. You can find all the good stuff there. <laughs> yeah, we're omnipresent, really actually. If you spray paint an a in a circle on some public place we like pop out of a brick somewhere so like you can summon us you are too high <laughs> 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 all right um you guys all know where to find me um uh, mostly on telegram um gore the podcast on telegram as well and um penguin where, what's the twatter yeah it's um Agora I'm underscore not. pod. Agora. <laughs> Agora underscore pod on Twitter. And uh, you can find me by going there and clicking because I have my name in the, uh, my uh, account in the bio, but I'm Sapient Corbin, even though I'm Penguin on uh, the podcast for um, posterity's reasons. There's way too many animals involved here. I'm <laughs> so confused. Very they avian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Penguin. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. I hope you've um, been following the, this kind of like I guess you could call it a series, this ongoing um, thinking aloud on the air, so to speak. Um, very productive conversation, and we really want you to like uh, participate or get in contact with us. Participate in the channel, uh, find out more about Road to Autonomy magazine and the podcast, and uh, the OTR uh, group. We're working on the um, the supply chain project. Uh, does it have a name? Is it is it just we're just going by OTR right now? I told you, man. I told you, man. It's the pickle party line. <laughs> it can be what it can be whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, the actual group right now is Vanarchy Express. Uh, Vanarchy inspired by our, by our very own Vanarchist Silas. Uh, but Vanarchy Express is really what we've been kind of just going with. Uh, if someone else has a better idea, do your own fucking thing. I don't care. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Bye.